You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your day. Welcome back, my friends, to the number one podcast that entertains this space between your ears. As always, we have Vixter with us. Say hey. Hello. And, but sadly, we do not have Chrissy. We know we did promise the listeners, and we are really good at this. One thing we're really good at is promising and under-delivering, right? We can't help it. Her husband got a flat tire, so she had to leave. So, listeners, Chrissy was going to join us. She had all of her notes ready, super excited. She was practically in tears just about a few minutes ago telling us that she couldn't no longer join us because her husband had a flat tire. I said, hey, why don't you have your husband change that flat tire, problem solve, fix it himself, put the donut on, go grab yourself a new tire, right? Apparently. No donut to be found. No donut to be found. (laughs) Unless he used a Krispy Kreme. Who knows? (laughs) It's still fun to talk about though, you know? Sorry, Chrissy. I know you're listening, and we really do wish you were part part of this uh, episode. But you know what? It's all right. We understand. And listeners, again, we underperformed and underdelivered. We are sorry. <laughs> it's awesome. We're trying. But the show must go on, right? That's As right. always, this episode is brought to you by themagicalmouse.com. Go ahead and check out our friends at themagicalmouse.com. We have some news. I want to start off with Disneyland. I'm going to go there. Me too. Really? All right. Go ahead, Vixter. You're going to let me start? I will let you start. So Johnny Depp got on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Is this your story? No, I did not know this. He got on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and he was talking to the people and they didn't know it was him. Like he got no reaction. So he said he started yelling out the clothes that people were wearing so that they knew that it was really him. And so he said it was exhausting and a bad idea because he got nowhere with it. He's there all the time doing that stuff. He was there just a couple months ago. He needs to come to Disney World. So is this when he was just there a few months or a couple months ago? No, it was this past weekend. Wow. Yeah. So wait a minute. Was he, he was in the ride? He went in the ride and he was talking to the guests and everything. In the throne room. Um, I don't think so. No. Oh no, so he wasn't in the ride. He's walking around. Yeah. He's over by these guys that are tied up, which I don't remember this. It must, it could be different, I guess, at Disneyland. And again, I've not been. It's the same. So there's these guys that are tied up, and he's standing by them, and you can see him. He's, like, talking to the people in the picture. And, uh, yeah, he had to call out what they were wearing. You, lady in the red shirt! Really? And Speaking of lady in red, you want to go there? No. After, when you're done? I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. Really? You don't, The lady in the red dress? Being auctioned off? No, I do not know this. At Pirates of the Caribbean. Where, oh! Where, where have you been? I don't know. All right, China. so the you know so the controversy with the lady in red being auctioned off at the auction near joint when you're going through the ride, right? They're selling the women. 
which oh okay right like they used to do in the good old days yes and they're refurbishing that right right so they're refurbing it early for beginning of the year because they plan on actually taking that out of the ride finally because they think it's wrong well yeah they've been talking about this for the last couple of years okay so we're just getting rid of history hey, that's my kind of history <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> No, but they've been talking about this for quite a while, and they're finally going to go through with it. After the first year, they're going to refurb the Pirates of the Caribbean and take out the lady in the red dress at the auction. Gotcha. Yep. All right, so uh, 12 cases of uh, Legionnaires. Am I saying that properly? Mm -hmm. I hope I am. You are. Uh, Yeah, so earlier, that happened at Disneyland. Back in 2015, we had, you reminded me that we had the case of the measles. And I forget... How many people came down with the measles? It was a lot, but I, I can't, don't know the exact number. Now we have Legionnaires. And basically from what I've read, no doctor listeners, okay? Even though some people think I am a doctor. <laughs> that sounded creepy. <laughs> <laughs> He's the doctor of mouse. Oh, any, anywho, um, this is basically caused by water indoors through bacteria, right? That right. That gets in your lungs, I guess, and causes... A, a really bad form of pneumonia. For people that are like usually in their 50s or older, right? Well, the interesting thing is one of the people and the person that died didn't even go to Disney. I wonder, so they must have contracted it from someone else. Right. I wonder if that person did go to Disneyland. And they also said that it's between the ages of, did you see this? 52 and 94. Right. So it's not like affecting younger people. So there's been a 12-person outbreak in Anaheim. Just to give you listeners a heads up, you and Anaheim already listening already know that as well. Disney was informed of the possibility that their parks played a role actually in spreading the disease. That happened back on October 27th, Mickey. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, um, anywho, Disney contacted uh, the Orange County uh, Healthcare Agency, sent out a message saying, hey, there's been 12 cases in Anaheim. We think Disneyland played a huge role. Okay, so I am confused because. I saw this part that I didn't notice before that it said that um, it's not spread person to person. So then where did that 12th person come in? Because they said, yeah, it says it's results from inhaling microscopic water droplets and Mr. Vapor. So do they have like water spraying like they do with Stitch's mouth spitting water, something like that at Disneyland? Do you remember that? Uh, No, I don't remember that. I don't don't feel they, I don't remember them having anything like that in downtown Disney. Um, in between the parks. Well, I didn't mean that. I just mean at Disneyland yeah. itself, in the park, do they have something that sprays well, they water? Have, no, but they have all those water rides. I mean, you oh, have okay. Matterhorn, you have, shoot, you even have ice from Indiana Jones ride. You have the, you have the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. You have, um, I don't know if any waters in the Undersea Adventure with Ariel over there in California Adventure but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you even have the world of color. I mean, water coming right. up and, and spraying. And it's just really, it's very interesting, especially since that one person was not even on Disneyland property. So it had to have been within the water system of Orange County. I don't know. I, I don't know uh, how Orange County is coming up with uh, the conclusion that Disneyland possessed a, a role in this. I don't know. Well, but because 11 of the people that contracted it had been to Disneyland is why that they're assuming that it had to do... Yeah, I mean, that's like uh, us and St. Peter's. I mean, Anaheim, everyone goes to Disneyland, right? 
right? I mean, you're there all the time. It's like going to Walmart. Well, I don't go to Walmart, but I'm just saying. <laughs> if you did. Not that I'm saying I'm too good for it. I just... Have you been to Walmart lately? <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes, I do. All right, moving on. Let's go to the next story. What do you got? So, I was not stuck on that story. So, Disney failed in trying to hide the Millennium Falcon. I thought you would like this story. I didn't hear about this. So, they are trying to hide the Millennium Falcon and... Wait, where? Hide it? Like, like so I'm gonna tell where you. was it? And so, this guy, I'm trying to find the guy's name, Kevin Beaumont, it works on Google Maps and he oh. was, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't, but this they do stuff, hidden, hidden Easter eggs. So he was looking across this Long Cross Studios in London, England, and they literally had put storage containers around the Falcon, and he was able to see it from Google. So I know guy. people build the Millennium Falcons like in their backyards, and there's one dude in the UK that actually has the Millennium Falcon in his backyard trying to look at that. What do you mean you put... Oh, wow. So they just have storage containers around it so that they could try to hide it. I guess they didn't think anybody would look from aerial view to see if they could so find it. So why would you want to hide that? I guess not to have people come looking for it. People, well, so they don't want to damage either. Well, he has his stuff all over YouTube if it's the same guy. If it's the same guy that in the UK that has built um, the Blooming Falcon and someone else built an actual replica of an AT-AT. And an at-at. I, I mean, I mean an ATST. But they have admitted that some of the Jedi movie has been filmed in London, so they think that that this is truly the Millennium Falcon from the Star Wars movie. Oh, the actual prop. Yes. Really? Yes. The thing was, there are so many different versions of that film from the movies in London. I mean, they had it halfway built. They had just the cockpit built. I didn't think it was an actual ship. That I thought it was just bits and pieces they filmed in certain sections that was supposed to replicate a ship. I didn't know they actually had built a Millennium Falcon. Yeah, well, it says, as we all know, Disney goes to great lengths to keep a good secret. And when it comes to hiding things, but they hid the Millennium Falcon. Well, they sucked on this one. Why don't you just put a tarp over it? Why don't you put it in a building or something? I don't know. Wouldn't well, that be pretty cool to have in your backyard? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I would ever I don't really leave. even know what it looks like on the movie. Oh. I would like to see it on the movie so they could see. I don't think I would ever leave. That would be my main ca- my man cave outside. You know, sort of like. The uh, Millennium Falcon. You know, you see it probably in your subdivision where all the guys have couches and. TVs flat in their screens garage. in the garage. Yeah. This would be my escape place where I would have televisions and snack bars and drinks and it would just hang out with all of my friends. I think it's funny. I think that's awesome. I think that's a growing thing. Couches in the garage. Yeah. Oh, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> All right. You just have to tune into some Disney and put it on there. Did you hear about Toy Story Land, Disney Hollywood Studios? I did, but I'll let you tell it. It's all good. Jesse and Rex have now joined Slinky Dog. They have been placed in their places of honor where they're going to stay. I saw the crane. Did you see the picture here, of the here. crane? What? Huh? No. The picture of the crane loading Jesse no. or putting Jesse on the ride. It looks pretty cool. Awesome. It's just making me get more excited about it. That's awesome. I, I know, right? It's but you finally... gotta wait till next year unless we really take that long weekend we've been talking about. We, so, I'm getting off track. Lee, that listens to our program all the time from Cali, right? Messaged us and said, "Hey, man, if you guys are really seriously thinking about going out to Anaheim or to Disneyland, which I've already talked about with Aaron, right? She didn't say no. <laughs> she didn't say yes. Right, but she didn't say no. Um, I said, "Hey, how would you like to take a spring break?" 
Disneyland trip. Yeah, but how bad is it there at spring break? Uh, I don't know. It's different for us, though. We're on a different t- timeline than, than they are. Sure, because they don't sp- start school till Labor right. Day. Right. So, typically, when is our spring break? It's at the end of March. Okay, so is Lee's. But Lee's like eight hours from Anaheim, okay? He's up north. Um, he's like, let me know. I'll travel down there and meet up with you guys. We'll all have a great time. That would be fun. Disneyland would be fun. I'm telling you, it'd be... It's a great place for the weekend. Like, Disneyland is a great place for the weekend to come back home. Right. Disney World is a vacation stop. Right. Like you stop right. there, you are there for a week Camp or more. Camp out. You have to be. Disneyland, you can go for the weekend, and you're fine. You go back home, and you feel like you've, you've done it all. Well, that's good. We need to do that. I'm telling you, <laughs> we need to do that. It wouldn't we be, need to do that. We do. So, I mean, okay, so. Well, I, I know. I was talking to Brad. I, I said, did you know? military hopper passes. You can get, for $96, I can get you a three-day hopper pass, right? Right. So, I can buy up to six of those. That's you, Brad, myself, Aaron. Um, of course, I want to take Colin. <laughs> Colin, it's fifth. Chrissy, right? Um, I, Chrissy's probably going to want to take Michael. Um, That's so more than you, you can get. You guys will have to fight for that sixth ticket. Um, oh, thanks. No problem. No, no, no. Like, Brad and Michael will have to duke it out. They're about oh. the same height. Um, yeah. About. Anywho. So, you can stay on the strip there. Right, right outside Disneyland. Lee was telling me 150 bucks, you know, a night, 100 bucks a night. Just, we could do it. I'll just chip in. Whatever. Okay. Right? Okay. I'm trying to sell it here. Lee, I'm doing You're selling it. I'm trying to do my best here, dude. Well, I was just saying that Brad was listening to the show this weekend and he was saying he didn't know that the tickets to, uh, lost, or to California would be cheaper than going to Florida. That's crazy. So they were last time I went. I'm not saying. Now they're not. Well, so, and I was looking when I was looking at Denver tickets. Oh, I was okay. looking out to go to Denver um, for Thanksgiving to visit my brother. I was also looking at tickets like a lot, like just to see price points to Alaska, LA, and they were cheaper than to fly to Denver from St. Louis. Isn't that nuts? Yes, it is. It's a lot longer so, flight too. It's not too bad. Um, it's about three, three, three hours. Three and a half, something like that. You gain two hours. I mean, it's awesome. A couple movies. So, yeah, really. I mean, it's really, really. You watch one episode of Lord of the Rings or one Star Wars <laughs> episode, you're good to go. Um, Or Harry Potter, for that matter. But we need to do it. No, I know. We need to. I want to go. So, I'm trying, Lee. All right. We need to go. I, I totally lost where I was. Oh, we're talking about Toy Story. Yeah. Um, but I also want to talk about, speaking of airports, so well, nice segue there, Vicky. Did you hear about the battery that exploded at the Orlando International Airport? No. So, you know, we've been having problems with the, these lithium batteries. Right, right. Yeah, so this uh, lithium battery exploded, or excuse me, lithium ion. There's a difference between lithium and lithium ion, right? My father-in-law tried explaining the difference to me back in the day. Apparently, there's a difference between how the chemicals are separated in each battery. Oh, okay. I'm not an engineer. I have no idea. But... We are seeing a widespread problem of these lithium-ion batteries exploding. You can go, you can YouTube it and watch. It's kind of funny, actually. It's probably not funny for the person where the individual's pants catch on fire because they explode. Yeah, it's not and funny. No, I know. And it has like... <laughs> Third-degree burns. Yeah, probably worse than third degree. It's probably like fifth-degree burn, you know, like right down to the bone. Anywho, so <sighs> one of them explode, exploded. Can't take those on the plane. You know you're not supposed to. Um, anywho, so some flights were grounded. And but after like 5 p.m., everything was all good. So it's happened earlier in the day. Flights were grounded. I figured out what, what happened. People reported hearing a big explosion. 
Um, they heard it? Yeah, I hope it didn't happen in the guy's pants. Or lady, for that matter. That would be really bad. That would be right. If you could hear it. Yeah, no, people are claiming they could hear it. They could blow off a leg or an arm. Right. Um, probably here in the fizz. Probably smelt some uh, burnt skin. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Burnt hair. <laughs> Gross, Nick. <laughs> I know. I just keep getting worse and worse. <laughs> Go ahead, Vixter. So, uh, Hollywood Studios, I don't know if you've ever eaten at Men and Bill's Dockside Diner. No. I don't. I didn't think you would because I think that it's mostly seafoodish things. I, I, they might have other stuff, but that's what I remember we got from there was like a crab cake or something like that. Crab something or other. Lobster roll, something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I so calamari. most people just call, do what? I eat calamari. Do you? Yeah. Yum. Um, so it's not really that great, but I eat it. It, it. it depends on where you get it. Trillhead got some yummy calamari. All right. Anyways, so uh, they would people were just shortening it for years, just calling it the Dockside Diner, and so Hollywood Studios decided to go with that, and they're just going to call it the Dockside Diner now. But it was originally named from a 1930s comedy drama film starring Marie, I didn't know this, Marie Dressler and Wallace Beery. They played these characters, Min and Bill, and that's where the story came from. And, you know, we're all into the old Hollywood because that's why it's Hollywood Studios or it was MGM to start with. So it tells the, it tells the story of a dockside innkeeper and their troubles as she tries to protect the innocence of her adopted child. And so they're taking away that... Uh, lovely story and now it's just going to be the dockside diner okay nice <laughs> all right let's see here i had some sorry <laughs> what are you david I letterman after hour events that i was going to talk about but okay. i don't think i'm going to talk about that stuff anymore for reals uh, no Why? i'm literally throwing it to the floor it doesn't look good um this looks boring eh, after our events just telling you how much they cost and after what time look it up um let's talk about something really cool we have here Disney's streaming service. Oh, I heard about yeah, this. Did you hear about the streaming service? Yes. It's going to feature live-action Star Wars series and other special content. So Disney's going to come out with various movies throughout the year that right. you'll only be able to see on their streaming service. Correct. Sort of like what uh, Netflix does. You know, they only right. have movies made for Netflix that Stranger come on Things. Netflix. Huh? Well, it's not a movie, but it's a TV show, Stranger Things. Oh, Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah stra- like awesome. Stranger Things. You know, you're absolutely right. Disney's going to start doing the same thing. And I think this is great. I'm really buying into this product. Iger gave gave everyone, he gave us some insight on Disney's upcoming streaming service. And it's going to begin late 2019. Not as early as I hoped, but I'm glad he came out and said something. The service is going to include listeners. We're talking Disney. So we're talking Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel Films. And other films that Disney is going to produce throughout the year. So right? it's not until the end of 2019, and he's already pulled his Disney movies from Netflix. Oh, I don't know. I'm not subscribed to Netflix. We well, we, Kaylee does, and okay. so we. He's already pulled them. Well, uh, I know that Moana's gone and something else because she was upset about it. Might have been Inside Out. Really? Yeah. So these. So these original series movies, this content is going to include, it says here in the report, live action Star Wars series that are currently in development. So that's really cool. Can't wait for that. Series centered on Disney's Monsters franchise, a high school musical series, and Marvel television series. I think this is awesome. Can't wait to see this stuff. I think they're heading right down the right alley. And speaking of Star Wars, we know... Ryan Johnson has been now tapped on the shoulder to create the new Star Wars trilogy. Ooh. Star Wars is going to expand within their universe 
on the various realms of Star Wars that we haven't seen yet, the various planets within the Star Wars universe, okay? Okay. With their, a new storyline. So not just sticking with the Luke Sky or with the Skywalker family. So he's going to have to create that. Create a whole new storyline. Wow. That's right. A big so, like job. all the other aliens that, you know, maybe you've seen in the background, but you don't know their backstory, or other characters that were talked about in some of the films, right? But we necessarily didn't get into their backstories and stuff like that. Some of that, but also creating entirely new content with entirely new races, with entirely new backgrounds and planetary systems. C3PO's family. Oh, right. <laughs> and have a little droid babies. I wonder how that works. Yoda. <laughs> I seem to have gotten oil all over the place. I don't know a lot of stuff, so I have I to put go with the characters I know. in this cylinder and what do I do? It would be like another robots movie. Hmm. From like Disney robots. I really so I'm really stoked for the direction they're going there with Star Wars. Um, Nick's just throwing about... his papers down as he gets done because it reminds me of David Letterman. Oh, I remind you of David Letterman? Letterman? Hey, hey. Okay. He made a lot of money and he was a funny guy, right? Yes, that's okay. right. All right. Um, we talked about Pirates of the Caribbean being closed. I told you that. Uh, if you want the dates, it's going to be February 26th through March 18th. That's a really long time. Well, they're taking out the lady in red at the auction. I know, but how long would that take? Just chop her down, throw her in. We're going to add something. Whoa. <laughs> She's not real Hold anyway. We're going to chop her up. I'll buy her. For <laughs> <laughs> <Or> real. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see here. We, uh, Splash Mountain. You know, So you know Splash Mountain is down right now. Right. But it'll be open when I get there. Right. So, um, I... 39 days, by the way. Right. So I probably will be going during Thanksgiving break. That'd be awesome. To Disney. And well, we're only off for a few days, right? That's longer than a weekend, though. Right, I know. So it's I'm thinking, glorious. So I've already looked into the room reservations, and I'm probably going to pick up a room and and snag it through Tim. But um, I, I realize that this is going to be down when I'm there. Yep. Well, it's going to be down again in the beginning, early 2018. And it always is for reefer, right? So every at the beginning of the year, Splash Mountain typically shuts down at the beginning of every single year because typically it's colder, the ride's not right. being ridden as much as it would during their peak peak season. So uh, why are yada, we doing yada, yada. two refurbs? So I don't know. That's I don't no one else I don't know. If anyone does know, text Any us. cast members listening or anybody that works there. Or. What's up? I said I'm just listing people that oh. could tell us. Cast members. Text us, uh, 407-674-0414, because um, we don't know. We don't know why it's being shut down twice now. Uh, the beginning of the year is always scheduled maintenance now and the beginning of the year. Don't know. Um, let's see here. I'm gonna, what do you got? So uh, they were talking about why that the storytelling, there's so much importance of the storytelling at the Disney's Alana Resort because the Hawaiian history has such – beauty and the culture of it is such a big deal for the Hawaiian natives that they feel like that's an important thing for people to see when they come there to have a good storyteller. And so they have this guy that does the stories and he's uncle at the circle. And they, so they're encouraging anybody that goes to Alani to make sure that they go to that because you get some rich Hawaiian culture. Everyone's an uncle and everyone's a cousin, right? Yeah. That's how it works. Remember, we watched Lilo and Stitch. That's right. Cousin. But anyway, the guy looks pretty interesting, and he's got a little uh, fire thing going on while he's talking. What else you got? 
what else do I have? You know I have food somewhere in here, but that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, bring it up. Okay, so there was, not. I'm not on the food yet. So uh, last week, Chrissy showed me the new Dooney and Burke that's coming out. I don't know if you so saw it. So she wanted it. to talk about this. I have not seen it. She was really upset that she couldn't. I'm sorry, Chrissy. Do you not want me to talk about no, it? Talk, bring it up. What is it? So yesterday. You guys can have your fight when she gets back. Well, there, there was some confusion about the annual pass holders and what they could buy. And so when they released the pattern a few days ago, there were four silhouettes available online, including a small tote. But it appeared that a particular bag was only available online, and it was $248. So when this bag came out, the, um, it was only supposed to go to annual pass holders. And apparently, I don't know what happened, but something and... This is not the annual pass holder bag. It's another bag. And so... The bags got mixed up. Right. And so now there's no bags available for this size, but there is an annual pass bag. I don't know. It's a big confusing story. And watch, so, it be, watch it be a little sack that you put your uh, magic band in for That would be really holders, sad. Right? And that's the Dooney Burke bag. But they said that it does not appear that Disney... It's, on, it's not on the Disney Parks app. And it's an in-store purchase only. So if you're not at Disney World, then you don't have a chance to get this. They'll come. I mean, Disney's pretty good at Eventually, yeah. Of, yeah. They'll, they'll right their wrongs for the most part. I'm not saying they do all the time, but for the most part, especially something that's been heavily advertised like this, and then it's a big foul-up. Did you see the, these bags? They're super cute. The, well, they look the like. Mickey ears, they're all different color Mickey ears. Oh, is that all it is? Just Mickey ear prints? Yeah, it's a bunch of different Mickey ears. Let me see here. Um, oh, I see it. Okay. Uh, okay. I mean, it, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Chrissy was pretty psyched about really? the whole situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's psyched about that one, but I mean, like, just the Mickey ear ones? Yeah, she liked them. Huh. I don't know. I, I, we're girls. You don't carry a purse, so maybe you would, if you were a girl, you would Mickey think... ears, that's just like putting, like, polka dots on one of them and saying, here you go, here's your <laughs> Dooney Burke bag. It's But they're polka not dots. polka dots. They look like Mickey right. ears. All right, let's see here. What do we got? Uh, oh, I saw this article. Um, it's titled Disney's Research Feeling Fireworks. Translate pyrotechnics for the visually impaired. Did you read this article? No. Basically, blind people can touch this monitor that has um, jets of water being shot at the front of this monitor. You put your hands on it. You can feel it. Feel the explosions as they Disneyland? happen in real time. Um, let me read this article to you. Uh, so this is what it's saying. Thanks to new project from Disney Research, our visually impaired friends and loved ones have the ability to perceive a pyrotechnic display in a brand new way. It's called Feeling Fireworks. Uses um, feedback, uh, basically from water, to translate an experience into their tactile sensation. Um, this is how listeners Disney Research is describing it. Uh, tactile effects are created using uh, directable water jets that spray onto the rear of a flexible screen. So imagine like a translucent, flexible plastic screen, and you're going to have these water jets that are spraying really hard or soft or sporadically wherever the fireworks are shooting off at. So in, I believe this should be in real time. The device utilizes what well, we said, different water jets aimed uh, to mimic the fireworks effects. Um, let's see here. So while the, while the fireworks are going off, the visually impaired can put their hands on this. Hear it and feel it. How cool is that? That's pretty cool because we don't even feel the fireworks. 
You can feel you can feel the, the vibration. You can feel the the uh, percussion. Oh well. You know of the firework blast itself, can't you? So that will make it more realistic for them, for sure. I wonder where they're going to set these up. That was I. I the the article did not state where they're going to set it up, so I don't know. I think they're really good about trying to reach everybody. That's what I. So Disney research included uh, a focus group. Okay, so they had a focus group come in and a user study in their publication. 18-sided participants could properly identify the tactile feedback to the correct corresponding visual display at a 66% success rate. Although 66% to me isn't um, highly successful, I think it's the right start, uh, in my opinion. So Disney Research intends to use this information to help better design firework shows. So I think that Disney's definitely heading in the right direction. It's something very unique, very cool. And... I would be very interested in seeing one of these displays if they ever do make it outside um, in the open just to see how they work. I have a visual and I've seen pictures on how they're going to work, but to see it in person would be something different, especially if you can get in line and feel it. I doubt you'd be able to if you could if you could see it. Right. But I just thought what a way Disney um, great job accommodating the needs of the visually impaired. Right. I, I, I'm, I, I'm lost of words that because is something it's, it's that, just very intriguing. Okay, so all those intervention places where they've taken a lot of things out of Epcot, that would be perfect would for be there. Great, yeah. So that all of us could see what that feels right. like. Right. Even though we're not you, blind, you're curious, you want to know what that feels yeah, like. Put the put a put a, a blindfold basically sure. over or an eye, a shade, right? Put your hands up where you can still feel the percussion. Right. Right, and hear that'd it. That would be cool. And then feel, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's a great idea. Because they have I, all that open space, and I just feel like it, there's so many things that they could do with that. I think I they're know. trying. I think they're trying. So there's so much going on at Disney's Animal Kingdom right now from the Flight of Passage, which, did you get to ride that? I forget. You did ride the Flight of Passage. I did, but the, the Banshee I got on was broken, so I did not feel the heat, the wind, nor did I not, I did not feel the, the water either. That Aww. was spraying at me. Sorry. Thank goodness. I You know, maybe I would have picked up Legionnaire disease or something. And, and they also have, like, the... Festival of the Lion King and the Finding Nemo show. But now they have Latin traditions. They have something called the Carnival, and it's in Discovery Island, and you can do a Latin dance with these Latin like, dancers. Like ladies. Carnival, like, like down in Brazil? Yes. Yes. I don't have to go all the way down there to experience mm -mm. that. It's a vibrant dance party, and it starts in the late afternoon, and you can dance a Latin dance to the world beat sounds as the sun sets and the park comes alive. These ladies look like have, birds. They're was, so colorful. Have you seen? Have you seen on YouTube like because our old principal used to go to those all the time. Oh really? Remember? Yeah. I did not realize. And that. I, I one time YouTubed what this thing was all about, and I'm, I just couldn't believe it. There, it was. Uh, it was just do it. Just YouTube it. It was very interesting. YouTube it. Everybody YouTube it so you know what Nick's talking about. I'm he's sure they are cracking know. himself up. Um, this was breaking news, by the way. We reported last week about uh, the Los Angeles Times and Disney banning the Los Angeles Times over an article that was published. Disney now lifting the ban on the Los Angeles Times article because of fierce backlash from the public. So I felt it was w within Disney's right, to be honest with you. Right. To um, be a little upset at uh, the LA Times. Because I feel that the city of Anaheim was only trying to help a company that is fueling the economy in the entire state of California. 
That's just, now this is an outsider looking in, of course. I don't live in California, so I'm sure there was more to the story than uh, we would know not being a local. But, you know, you're talking about incentives and tax breaks and, and things like that. Right. That just makes business sense. Now, Disney had a lot of backlash, and so they lift the ban on the Los Angeles Times. Just a story we reported on last week, and I just wanted to follow up with it. Oh, that's very entertaining. I didn't know that. Interesting. So I wanted to give a little love to the Disney Cruise Line because we don't do that a whole lot. But they premiered uh, the Beauty and the Beast on the Disney Dream. I saw that. I saw that article. Yeah. And so the, they're doing the live one now instead of, I mean, obviously it's live at Disney World, but they're doing the live version rather than the cartoony-like characters that they use at Disney World and Hollywood Studios. So looks pretty cool. Oh, cool. Uh, so like the live, like the live movie. Like the movie they just released. Okay. So the yeah, so they they don't look animated. Interesting. As, as much as they can. And I whatever. really really liked the film that came out. Yeah, I, it's really good. I mean, if you haven't seen it, you need to because it's it was where it was very well done. Also, the Disney's Grand Floridian, uh, the Grand Disney's, uh, sorry, Grand Californian Hotel and Spa renovation is complete is complete just in time for the holidays. They did a bunch of renovations at the Californian. I'm assuming it doesn't look the same as the Grand Floridian, but I'm assuming from the name that it must have the prestige and right. Okay. So, so the Grand Floridian and the Grand Californian, same concept. Okay. Right, big big hotel, um, and they did the same thing in Orlando with the Grand Floridian. This one doesn't look as glorious, but I think it fits the um, California feel. If that makes any sense. It doesn't so look So they started like, refurbing that quite some time ago. Right. Well, it's open now. It's Good. ready for the Good. Christmas visitors to Good. come. So maybe you need to go there for Christmas. So I wanted to uh, bring up some breaking news that happened. Uh, at, uh, at, actually, sorry. Tripping all over myself. This happened like as soon as we finished recording, Vicki. And I'm not so, so sure if you, maybe our listeners know. I don't know. I'm sure uh, Chrissy found out about it and so did Tim. But, you know, oh, last week... Um, Bloom, according to Bloomberg, Disney and Fox were in talks. Um, so I'll give you a gist of a story here real quick. This is why they were in talks. So on the 21st, or 21st century Fox stocks spiked last week after uh, CNBC reported that talks had been held recently regarding them selling a, a majority of the media to Disney. Um... It was reported that the sale of talks were centered around the 20th Century Fox movie and TV production operations, the, uh, the FX networks, and the National Geographic TV cable groups, as well as Fox's enormous portfolio of international channels. Now, not too uh, time passed a little bit later, then Bloomberg came out with their story saying Disney and Fox are no longer in talks. That's all it stated. So there were some talks of Disney buying out all of this stuff. And then now, um, shortly after, it's reported that they're no longer in talks. So I wonder, either A, they have finalized a deal. And they haven't told us about it right, yet. Or B, it's just, it got to that stage Rumor. where CEOs were meeting and then just couldn't strike a deal. But usually when you get to that point, the deal's pretty much done. Right. right. So I think there's more to the story that we're going to see here in the next few weeks. I think it's going to unfold. So you're going to be digging. Think, I don't think it's, they're just going to come out and say all this stuff and then and then like a day later say, 
oh, no, they're no longer in talks then. Right. Business like that. So, I mean, it happens, but when it happened with the St. Louis Disneyland. Right. It was, you know, it was a done deal. And then overnight it was undone. But um, so it does Still happen. Still sad. So it does happen. Yeah. So so Dallas. What was, no, it was Houston. Houston. That was Dallas. Dallas almost had a Disneyland. And so did St. Louis. Well, so, missed anyway. opportunities. Anyway, um, let's see here. That is all I have. Um, so, so what do you got? I got. And then when you're done, we'll hit up uh, some history. Some history, and then I are playing of, your and game. Then I wanted to play again. Yeah. Okay. So the Mickey Rose Gold Ears came out. Rose Gold Ears. Say that a couple times. Rose actually. Gold Ears. Yeah. And Chrissy had some. She did. She was going to bring them in today and wear them. Oh, dang. Well, I don't know how she got them because she it was, says it's not on the Disney parks yet. And you can't buy it on the Disney um, from the Disney. You had to get it from Disney is what it's saying. I don't know how she snagged them. You know, she has her connections. You know, oh, she well, was, her sister She was a there. former uh, cast member and she still speaks with gotcha. a lot of them down there. So, Well, and her sister works for yep, Disney. Yep. So maybe she got it that way. Well, anyway, Kaylee is insistent that she's getting these. Kaylee, I am sure you're listening because you've been listening. Um, I'm not sure it's going to happen. They're selling out really quickly. So maybe they'll have a new shipment by the time we get there in Christmas. Aren't they already sold out? No, it says they're they're coming off the shelves. They're not completely sold okay. out from this weekend yet. But, yeah, they sold out the first time they were on the shelf, and now they're back again. And she was showing me this weekend. I, I want think those Vicky had. I think that's what she said. I mean, not Vicky. I mean, Chrissy. Chrissy, yeah. I'm pretty sure Chrissy said she was going to bring them. So, uh, did you know they have Star Wars Last Jedi ice cream? Are they lightsabers? No. Like popsicle sticks? They look like Ben and Jerry's only. They're Star oh, Wars ice it. cream. What's in it? What do we got? I do not know. If you give me a second, I'm going to read the it. Battle of Hoth, like vanilla or something. I'm looking. Get me all excited. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find it. It doesn't tell me what kind it is. Just says you can buy a pint of ice cream, and they're in New York and New Jersey. Why are they on the Disney thing? People from New Jersey just say Jersey, by the way. Jersey, I'm so sorry. It's Jersey. It's opening on December the 15th. Oh, it must be at Disney Downtown. Or, I always said the wrong thing. Uh, the first order is salted dark chocolate with chocolate chunks. The resistance is brown sugar vanilla bean ice cream with chunks of red velvet cake butter cake, toffee pieces, and marshmallows. And the Yuck. force is sweet cream ice cream with swirls of chocolate fudge plus white and dark chocolate Valrona pearls. It all just sounds, it sounds great. A little too rich for my taste, but I'm sounds great. I'm glad they came out with that. I would like the salted dark chocolate. Yeah, please. that sounds great to me. Oh, dark chocolate. I, I love chocolate. I can't do the dark chocolate. It just becomes too much for me. It's really supposed to be less. And all of our chocolate fans are like uh, screaming at me right now. So for all the friends that are going, that are listening and are going to Disney World for Thanksgiving, there are several pl- locations, both at Disney World and Disneyland, that are going to serve a traditional Turkey Day dinner. That's this guy. Well, I hope so. All right. So where am I eating my Thanksgiving dinner at? So Pecos Bill is going to have what? at Magic Kingdom. I love. Okay, so Frontierland. So you're telling me I can get my food at Pesco, or Pecos Bill. Yep, it says turkey mashed potatoes. Head stuffing. up the street towards the Liberty Bell and sit in my rocking chair on the porch. <laughs> Something like that. That's where you'll find me. Um, so Tuli's Canteen and Animal Kingdom is going to have our traditional. Um, well, they're calling it traditional, but I think it has a twist on it because it's in Animal Kingdom. Sunshine Season Seasons at Epcot, which is down by Soren. 
They'll have a quick service turkey dinner. Morimoto Asia is going to put um, a Pan-Asian twist on Thanksgiving. So they'll have turkey and they're gonna have pork fried stu rice stuffing. Japanese, Japanese. <laughs> That's a new, I think you create something new. Japanese style candied yams, cranberry-ish chutney, oh. and Saskatchewan <laughs> peppercorn gravy. So wouldn't it be cool you're at the Magic Kingdom on Thanksgiving. You're sitting in Frontierland. You're on the porch, sitting in that rocking chair. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, know what I know I'm what talking you're talking about. about. What storefront is that? It's the trading Seriously? post. Is it the trading? Oh, yeah. It's I the trading so. post, right? And imagine this. Off the Liberty Bell comes like 30, Native, like 30 Native Americans. And some pilgrims. I'm going to offend people right now. And then you have about 50 pilgrims chasing them down. No, I don't want and them chasing. Go, and they just go. But that would be super cool. And they just go screaming and chasing after each other through through Frontierland. How funny would that be? You were crazy. That'd be awesome. Okay, so Disney Springs has Chef Art Smith's And, and then you see them running the other way. And like plastic <laughs> bow, like plastic arrows with the suction cuffs on the other Shooting end. Shooting at people. Are, 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 go, are falling at them, you know. And then you see them <laughs> run back the other way. That'd be awesome. Okay. He's going to make a movie. Uh, so Disney Springs has a place, Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. Uh, then in Disneyland, and of course I've never been there, so I, I'm just telling you what this says. French Market Restaurant and the Flo's V8 Cafe at Disneyland, or excuse me, yeah, California Adventure. Which is right across so, the street. Two of those, so they'll have one in Disneyland and one in California Adventure if you are going to be at either of those locations on Thanksgiving. And I'm sure they're going to do it on the cruise ships too, but they didn't list that in this particular article. This week on Wheel of Fortune, they're going to be in Disney World and you could win a free Disney vacation. So please tune in to Pat Zajac and Vanna White. Can I, can I go back a little bit? Yeah. Talk about the restaurants in Disneyland. If we go... We got to eat at the Blue Bayou. I don't know what that is, but okay. It's So it's the restaurant. Okay, so equivalent to, but on a much larger, magnificent scale. Okay. okay. Think of the uh, Mexican Pavilion. Okay. Where you have the, where you have the um, Mexican restaurant. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Three Caballeros ride. How it kind of goes through the restaurant mm -hmm. right there. Same concept, but a much grander scale. And so it's got Mexican food and you eat it? No, 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 it's Blue Bayou. No, no, no. It's, it's uh, food from uh, like New Orleans. So oh, okay. Like, uh, what do you call it? Cajun, I Cajun believe. Cajun food? food? And you yeah. eat Cajun food? I just want to eat there because of the ambiance. Okay, gotcha. It, I, I've ridden that ride a few times and I've always told myself one of these days I'm going to eat there. It is so, re it's very relaxing and it's cool because you have the fireflies right off the water. Oh, cool. And it's just, it's peaceful. You can hear the bullfrogs. It's nice. And as long the, as I can hear him and not see him, we're good. Right. And the rocking chair with the guy fiddling. You like the rocking chair. Well, it's just, it's peaceful. I know. I know. My dad's the same way. I'm trying to watch my heart peas here. So, um, we were talking about interventions a minute ago, but they opened a spectacle lab now in Epcot's inter interventions. Spectacle lab? You want me to say it again? Spectacle lab. That's what it spectacle. says. Spectacle. Yep. Okay, what's in a, in so, a spectacle lab? In intervention, innoventions. Oh my goodness. That's okay. Interventions? West, they are housing this new, it's like, it looks like a game show. The way that it's set up, they have three people on the stage. 
What's Inspect a Cue? Like, is that just... I think it's just their funny name okay. for something. And then people can play in this game show because there's like a, it's in like an audience set up and then they pull people up onto the stage. It kind of reminds me of Monsters Laugh Floor only on a science level. And and these are real people. They're not the characters. Well, actually, those are real people talking to us because they always pick my husband at Monsters Inc. Anyways, something new, something fun to look at. I love these new seats. Look at their kind of... Funky, spacey looking. Where, where is it? It's at Innovations at Epcot. I believe they said West. When I go back out there, I'm gonna have to look it up. Odd things came to mind. You know, Thanksgiving. They should really sell Mickey ears with feathers. That would be awesome. Like a headdress. You could create those. Would that be racist? Why? I don't know. No, it's a turkey. We eat turkey. True. I don't know. A Mickey turkey. Hmm. I wonder if you can do a combo with like uh, Pocahontas, Mickey ears, like mashup. So we have braids. Like a mashup, you know? And feathers? I don't know. That would be interesting. Just the hair. Have the hair. Okay. Could you could you vision me wearing that with the Pocahontas <laughs> No. <hair? laughs> I would like to see it though. In the, so turqu- if you, in the turquoise necklace. If you find one while you're there, you, <laughs> you get one and bring it back so I can take a picture. Okay, so the quarter four earnings report. Oh, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I love this restaurant. What? I'm drawing a blank right there in between Frontierland and by the Liberty Bell. Our listeners are screaming at us right now. The Liberty Tree Tavern? Liberty Tree Tavern. Yes, thank you. They've got to do something really cool for Thanksgiving. Well, they have that good food all the time. That's more like Thanksgiving food, or it was right. when I was there. No, it was, but I, I wonder if they if they have because they have turkey to begin with. But I wonder if they People do dress something up. grand. Is it turkey or pork chops? There was turkey on ours. Okay, yeah, on that platter. I bet I you can they, get pork chops. I wonder chops. if they do something special, especially that whole area, that whole thing. Well, the whole thing is themed and all the time. Like, yeah, but you can make it better, right? On that day of all days. Anywho, just a thought. All right, I'll I'll stop. My no, I going. I don't know. I mean, I honestly don't. My brain's going. Everywhere. You'll have to, you'll have to check that out next week. Yeah. At Thanksgiving. Right. Right. So the quarter four earning reports show that uh, lower results at Walt Disney World and uh, that Hurricane Irma cost them a hundred million dollars. Um, between the cruises that they had to cancel and all the damage that was done in Orlando. But they did say that the overall profits for the financial year fell, or they said that it fell 4% to $898 billion. Oh, wow. That's terrible. To uh, Nick, don't you wish that you had $8.98 billion? No? Well, who wouldn't? So the dates were announced for the 2018 Epcot Flower and Garden Festival, and it's going to be 90 days this time. I don't know how much longer that is from last year. I was trying to figure that out. February 28th to May 28th is the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. I love it. I love it when they have their little events and things like that, especially there at Epcot. It's fitting. Um, why not have an event all year round? I want to go to that one sometime just because the flowers, just from looking at pictures, are so gorgeous. I'd like to see them up, up close and personal. So they have all the Disney character topiaries. and and uh, But they have those all year round, and they try to make them fit whatever festival they're having at that time at Epcot. 
All right, so the photos are out for the 2017 Magic Kingdom Christmas decorations. And um, I don't know if you remember this, but the first year that I went to Magic Kingdom, you know the one where you like to make fun of me about the parade. Yes. They had garland strung from one side of Main Street to the other, and it ticked people off. Like, people that wrote in. back in, like, 2013. 13. 13? Okay. 13, yeah. Was the last time. Was that the last time? Mm-hmm. So this time... They, uh, I noticed that they're, it's kind of like a compromise because they don't have it going all the way across, but it comes pretty far out on the each Main sure, Street building. It's sure. uh, like some white, fancy things that are sticking out of the building and holding wreaths with candles in it. So when I go out there for Thanksgiving break, which I'm assuming that's, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what I'm going to do. I'll have to check that out, take some pictures and send them back to you so you can post them. That would be awesome. I would love that. But yeah, it's just getting me more and more excited. I uh, Every day we're watching different things. Also, my favorite ride, Stitch's Great Escape, is going to be temporarily... Sarcasm? Yes. Temporarily operating for the month of December. And I think that's just because so many people are there. They just It's another way to alleviate crowds or whatever. You had a great idea for that, right? Or was it Kaylee? Kaylee. What did she say? Did you do something with Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yes, you're right. And they should. That'd be a perfect spot. It's only going to be open from December 23rd to January 6th, but they are going to reopen it up. It's That's crazy. Why are they just having it open? I don't know. I Because I'm not in charge. That's why. All right. So the Disney Springs Christmas tree trail that I did not get to do last year, and I am doing it this year if it means I have to wait in a really, really long line, which is what the problem was last year. But they posted a lot of the pictures, the 29 different trees. That's right, the Christmas trail. The Christmas trail. And you could actually touch the trees. We were talking about how there wasn't a rope keeping you from touching the trees. Right. Well, I'm sure somebody would stop you, but I don't know. There wasn't. Is that up? Yeah, it's up and running. So you should be there when you get there next week. I should walk on the path. It was uh, last Saturday. It opened last Saturday. Do you know if they're doing their drone spectacular thing this year? I haven't seen. That I haven't seen. I have not seen any reports, nor have I seen people posting them on Instagram, Twitter, or Periscope. No. Which was a huge success last year. Right, and I missed it, of course. All right. Maybe they're holding out. How much more you got for us? A little bit more. Okay. So the Amaretz Patisserie at at Downtown Disney, excuse me, I said the wrong thing again, it's Disney Springs. Sorry, folks, it's been downtown Disney for so long, I have to change my mind. So I want you to see this Christmas ornament dome cake. Does that even, it doesn't even look like it's a cake. It looks real. It looks cool. It looks like an ornament. I know. That's what I'm wanting. It has to be, what's that um, fondant that they use? Oh, But I don't know how they make it shiny. So speaking of ornaments, Andrew sent me a picture of... An ornament that he accidentally broke. I guess they put up their tree. It was the first casualty of the year because we all Aww. have them. We all have them. It was a St. Louis Cardinals ornament. It was a Aww. real cool one, too. I said, hey, buddy, you can't go without some St. Louis fashion on that tree. So you're going to send him one? I already did. He should have it by now, um, actually. Um, he should have them, so hopefully he'll text me soon. But Aww. I ordered him a case from Amazon of St. Louis Cardinal ornaments. Oh. So he should be receiving them. That's nice. Andrew, let us know what you think. Yeah. Take your picture, send it to us so we can see it. So there's seven. Can we put that up on our podcast? Yeah. Uh, little, uh, uh, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Seven must-try treats 
at the Festive Foods Marketplace in California. Here you go. Venture. Here's the food. All right. What do we got? So it looks like you're going to laugh. A whoopie pie, or that's what I've always known them as called. Whoopie Goldberg pie? No. No one wants a Whoopie Goldberg pie. But this one doesn't have a name by it, so I'm going to go to the next one because that's kind of craziness. Eggnog Macaroon. It's a Winter Sliderland, or it's at the Winter Sliderland at Disneyland. It's um, some kind of drink. It has nutmeg in it, macaroons, and eggnog. That does not sound too tasty together. I don't know about it. Right, they're always mixing drinks up over there. That's like their thing. Well, it looks good, but I don't know if I'd like it. Pumpkin spice float well, cocktail. Others might like it. Yeah, I know. Right. I'm not. You just like to play devil's advocate. I do. Uh, pumpkin spice float I'm cocktail. I'm have one. <laughs> you are. Yeah. For the first time ever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fly out there. Okay. Just drink one. Take a picture. It says, move over, pumpkin spice lattes. This drink is just as good as it looks and packs a little punch. Head on over to the Trist on tra- Twist on Tradition booth for a cocktail with cream liqueur, vanilla ice cream, and pumpkin seed brittle. That'd be one expensive drink, by the way, flying out there to <laughs> just drink that. You don't even drink. Beef brisket. This is right up your alley, Nick. They've got beef brisket at Grandma's Recipes in Disneyland. So Grandma has the meats? She does. <laughs> Grandma usually does have the meat. Mimosas on flight are at the Making Spirits oh, Bright. Yeah, what's up? Mimosa flight. There's yeah. a different flavored mimosas. They also have something called Chana Masala. It is. Are class- we still at Disneyland? Yes. Okay. I'm at California Adventure. I'm giving them some love. Got it. I never give them the love, I feel like. Oh, I love. It's at Classic Crocs and Casseroles, which I don't, again, I'm not there, so I don't know. They're serving pomegranate margaritas at the Spicy Celebration Stand. They are selling Buenoela, Buenoelas, I'm gonna, murdering this name. Boy, am I uh, glad I didn't report on this one. At the Viva Navidad Paradise Garden Grill. That's what they are saying. It's uh, a sweet treat. It's absolutely delicious. It's too Golden fried flour tortillas, dusted with cinnamon and sugar, and served with a side of kajita, which looks like caramel sauce so to me and you. that sounds amazing to me. Well, oh, it is. It's Mexican caramel sauce. Right. It sounds great. I, well, I didn't read that part. I, I just looked at it, and I'm like, that looks like caramel sauce. And it was. It was a nice surprise. So that is You can is get about, that at Paradise Pier? You can get that. Right down at, at the garden. Paradise Garden Grill? Yeah. Okay. Is that like Garden Grill in Epcot? No, nothing like it. Okay. Anyway, so my Cali friends, I hope that was interesting for you to learn about some seven treats that they're going to have They're probably there. like, woman, we already know this. Maybe they already tried it. And if you did, could you like let us know which is what is good so we I can... I can tell you that the, the uh, cinnamon... Oh, no, those look treat. good. Yeah. Because you know what it reminds Whatever me of? Whatever they were of? calling. What were they calling them? You want me to say the name again. <laughs> Buenoelos? Buenuelos. Um, I got an F in Spanish. I'm just saying. I took French. Um, So, you know what it reminds me of is a flat. What are the things that you like? The cinnamon and sugar? The long sticks? Yes, you do. The churros? Yes. It looks like a flat churro with that caramel sauce. Why did I get it once you said a long and you're using your hands? Like, I don't know. Long stick. Because it's cupped. And and you can buy them. The churro. The churros you can buy at Costco. They're not Disneyland, no. but they are good. I will have to say this to Charles at Costco, though. Pretty darn good. 
but they don't serve them with caramel sauce. But they're warm and hot. Yes, they are. You know, uh, Disney, you have to get them once they get there. Otherwise, you just, they've been sitting forever. Right, right. They get rubbery and it's not they a good do. taste. They do. Thank you. Yeah, they do. Well, they need to have a time limit on these things. Like if they don't sell within the first 15 minutes, trash them. Something. Because, well, and even the ones at Costco, if you reheat them another day, same thing. It has to be something in whatever makes them. That's like reheating a grilled cheese or like reheating a ham cheeseburger. Reheating a White Castles. Those taste the same. Do they? Yeah. So, so, So our friends that are not from this area, that's like eating a crystal. Cheeseburger. No, um, crystals aren't as good as White Castle. No, I'm sorry. they're not. Well, it's not the same meat any, either. I don't know. So, Everybody tried to no tell idea. me. They have no idea. We're saying White Castle. I don't I'm think I'm so sorry. Know. I'm so sorry, listeners. Some no, of you probably good. do know what White Castle is. It's yummy goodness that tears up your stomach and you pay for later. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> Nick had some at a trivia night the other night. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, Nick, you know what? I hear, wait, I hear the music. You do? Yeah. So let's... You want me to say it? Oh, you want me to say take us back? Yes. Oh, oh. Oh, I hear it's time for the history yes. segment. All right, so after that, I have the video game. Or the, not video game, but the game for yes. you to play. Okay, Vixter, why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. November 13th, 1971, The Aristocats, which was the 20th animated feature for Disney, was released. Same year Disney uh, World opened. Yes, it was. November 13th, 1997, the newest Broadway musical, The Lion King, opened at the New Amsterdam Theater in New York City. And that is one that I still have not seen. um, And I think you've seen it at the Fox, but I have not. November 14, 1965, Walt and Roy Disney and the other company executives arrive in Tallahassee, Florida for the next day's official press conference in Orlando to announce the Disney World project. So six years before it opened, they announced what they were getting ready to do. November 14, 2007, Yak and Yeti's at Animal Kingdom. People, if you've never eaten there, you have to eat there sometime. It is amazing Asian cuisine. Love, love, love it. And they have these amazing desserts that are like crab rangoon, only the dessert crab rangoon. And they have pineapple inside of them and this yummy um, sauce like what you put on cinnamon rolls. It's very tasty. You have to get it. November 4th, 15th, 1975, Floyd Godfrinson's last Mickey Mouse comic strip is published. He was a 45-year veteran. He retired... Um, in October 1st, 1975, but the last one was printed or published out on November 15th. November 15th, 1993, the Garden Grill Restaurant opened. So I didn't realize that that was, had been in existence so long until I read this. November 17th, 1989, Disney's Little Mermaid is generally released in theaters and it is loosely based on the Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale. November 18th, 2016, Pizza Rizzo, the new quick service restaurant, Muppet-themed restaurant at Disney's Hollywood Studio, had its official grand opening. Which is really cool, by the way. I know you guys went there. I need to go there this time. I didn't, and then remember I sent Tim to take pictures and stuff when he went back on his trip in February. I will, if I go uh, for Thanksgiving break, I'll definitely eat there to try it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll be good, I'm Uh, sure. Because that's one thing I wish I would have done last time when I was there, what, 
a couple months back. And I did not. And November 19th, and my computer scrolled on me. November 19th, 1971 is when they first opened Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. And I don't think that I re realized that that was one of the original original resorts. So I've always wanted to try that. Have you thought about doing that? I know, obviously. Camping? Right. Camp, having that camp experience versus staying at a hotel. Especially you want to do it, though, during like January, February. Yeah, you do. Right. You do not but, want to be there in July. No. Um, which I was crazy enough I was going to do that one time. In you July? Know, yeah, to be honest with you. Um, Rent you an no, RV was, with was, air conditioning? It was June. It was June. I was going to do it in June one time. And, well, uh, get an RV with air conditioning and then we'll talk. My dad was like, you are nuts. You're not doing that. I'm like, oh, I just kind of want to experience it anyway. I'd probably be the only one in the whole park that's camping. Yeah. They'd be like, look who's or her. Look at that guy. <laughs> He's trying to save money. I wasn't going for that. I was just going. I was just going for like the camping thrill. The camping thrill. Yeah. It, you know, camping was so much more fun when I was a child. I believe in my mind. It really was not really as an adult anymore. Like, cause we had a camper, and my parents would let us camp out in the backyard in the camper. We thought it was so well, as, cool. As a kid, it's like a fort, right? I mean, it's like maybe a so. Yeah. We just really, really liked it, yeah. and now the thought of that just is not appealing to me. <laughs> Because your back hurts in the morning now, and you sleep wrong on your arm, and your your cartilage in your ear hurts because you slept on it funny. Yep. Once you're over 25, it's all downhill from is there. Is it 25? Is it 25? <laughs> so right. the last one I got is November 19, 2008. The Walt Disney Parks and Resorts broke ground for the first family destination resort in Hawaii, which was Aulani. And I did not realize that it had broke ground that long ago. But When they didn't was it? 2008, November 19th, 2008. They yeah. did not open until 2011. But so it took them three years to get everything in place the 350 hotel rooms and 480 Disney Vacation Club timeshare villas. All right, so are you ready? We're ready. Are you ready to play some popcorn trivia? Yep. Now, I was going to let you pick, but I think this one you'll be safe with, okay? I'm scrolling down just to the Disney stuff. <laughs> okay. And let's play Beauty and the Beast game, okay, shall let's we? Let's try. Is it the cartoon or the live version? All right. So I we are going to play the cartoon version, okay? Okay. It's been a while. How does the Beast and Maurice, uh, oh, excuse me, how does the Beast send Maurice back to the village in a boat, in an enchanted coach, on foot, or on horseback? Uh, horseback. You're picking horseback, and you are wrong, it was, my friend. It was the Enchanted Coach, right? Let's find out. Enchanted Coach. Oh, should have went you with are correct. first answer. Enchant go with your gut. Gut. I know, gut. All right, let's see here. Who is LeFou? Now, you have four images here. He's the one on the right. The one on the right? Which one on the right? He looks Oh, sorry. The guy on the top, the guy that looks goofy and his eyes are all... With the pink nose and the round chubby face? Yes. You are correct. <laughs> what kind of animals approach Belle while she's sitting by the fountain in the town? Goats? Birds? Sheep? Or pigs? Are there pictures? Listeners, do you know? Do you need pictures for the visual stimulation? Seriously, there's only just... Say it again. 
Goats, pigs, birds. Or excuse me, goats, birds, sheep, or pigs. What kind of animals approach Belle while she's sitting by the fountain in the town? Ah, sheep. All right, we're going with sheep. Listeners, what are you going with? You are correct. It is sheep. Good job. You had 25% chance. (laughs) At the end of the film, what does Chip ask while Belle and the prince dance around the room? Do I have to go to bed? Do I still have to serve tea? Are they going to get married? Are they going to live happily ever after? Ooh. I don't think I know this one. I don't know. I don't know if I know. I don't know if it's do I have to serve tea or are they going to get married? Oh, I was going to say, do I have to go to bed? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't. It's been a long time since what I watched the anime. Take a guess. I said, I, I, that's what I thought it oh, was. Do I have to go to bed? It's probably wrong. No. Ooh. Are they going to get married? No. Oh! Then you pick. <laughs> There's only two oh left. Gosh, do I have to. S- Still have to serve tea. No, I'm wrong. Oh, what was it? Oh, are they gonna live happily ever after? Oh, we should have known that. Fairy tale. Uh, who first offers to prepare a dinner for Belle, even though the Beast ordered everyone not to? Which Disney character? Um, Mrs. Potts, Chip. Who's at the bottom? The Ottoman. Is it the Ottoman? No, it's not the Ottoman. Which I forget the name. The dog. Um, Chip, Mrs. Potts, and the uh, I don't know the oven's name. I'll be honest. I say the Mrs. Potts. You are correct. It is Mrs. Potts. What trick does Chip show Belle when they first meet? He bubbles her tea. He spins around her finger. He turns her tea into cocoa. Or he cools her tea. He bubbles her tea. Right. You are correct. Who said, it is not right for a woman to read. Soon she starts getting ideas and thinking. Gaston. Yes, Gaston. You are correct. What does Gaston say he ate at a lad, as a lad to get large? Did he eat t- steaks, potatoes, melons, or eggs? Four dozen eggs. Yeah, very good. In which of these four scenes is Gaston played? Let's see here. Is it the scene where Maurice is being chased? Gaston's in the tavern. Gaston pr- puts up his feet on Belle's table. Table, or is it the Beast? Or excuse me, Gaston going out to search for the Beast? Oh, come on, Victor. I think it's the one where he's getting his feet rubbed. No? I can't see all those pictures. Oh, I'll give you this one, the tavern one. Oh. The tavern one. Oh, okay. I couldn't tell that was a tavern. Probably my favorite song in the whole movie. Right. Or cartoon. Um, What is, finally, number 10, what is the name of the prince and Belle's favorite book? Is it Prince Ferdinand, Prince Gallant, Prince Charming, or Prince Valiant? I think it's Prince Valiant. All right, let's see. I could be wrong. Listeners, what do you think? They're screaming at me. No, it is not Prince Ah! Valiant. 
What are we always sure, hearing? Sure, it's all, not. What are we always hearing? Prince Charming, but that's right. It's in the song. Okay. You know, she says no. He's no Prince Charming. Okay. Prince Charming. Oh, I thought that was a giveaway because I, Cinderella. Let's see our score or your score. Seventy-eight points. That a ten. You missed two, right? Yeah. Two or three? Wow. How do you get seventy-eight wah. points? Because it gave us, if we got it on the second oh, guess. Oh, got it. Understand? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, good job this week. We'll see what we have next week. Yep. Hopefully, there's a lot of good news coming up because Thanksgiving's right around the corner. You may be on your trip. Yes. Next week, I'm out of uh, Whiteman Air Force Base. But then the following week for um, Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving break, I'm possibly gonna head out to uh, Disney World and go there. They still had rooms available. So I think I'm going to jump on that tonight and book one. That'd be super fun. Yeah, super awesome. Thank, as always, listeners, thanks for listening. We'll have Chrissy back next week. Always thank, uh, we want to thank uh, themagicalmouse.com for sponsoring our show. We really do appreciate it. Dexter, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have a magical day, my friends.